Welcome to Accountable Love, home of the love snobs, where love is a group journey. Today we're going to be talking about how to bridge the gap between men and women relationships, whether it's women or women, men or men. Um, today we have guests. We have Laura. Hello. We have my man X. What's up? We have Mahogany Brown. What's going on? We have Precious. Hey. We have Jasmine. Hey. And we have my man AM, Chris. What's going on? And obviously, I know the other host, Jerry. Hey. So, you know, the first question I want to ask everyone is, um, okay, so, you know, we deal with men and women relationships all the time. And what do y'all, like, what are the prejudgments y'all have of the opposite sex or the same sex? However, y'all, you know, whatever, whoever y'all dating, what are the prejudgments you have about the sex as a whole before you enter a relationship? Who would like to go first? Who would like to take it? All right. Um, I found that um, my prejudgment actually um, is that as long as you treat a woman good, she's going to reciprocate that. Mm. Um, And obviously, it's not always the case. Someone who doesn't quite love themselves or know themselves is going to act accordingly. So um, I had to learn that the hard way. But yeah, usually that's, that's where... So that's one of the prejudgments. Absolutely. So you believe if you give something to a woman, she's definitely going to give it back. That's what, that's what, that's a prejudgment. That's a prejudgment. I'm, I'm being clear on it. That's a prejudgment. Anybody else have prejudgments regarding the opposite sex or same sex or? Mine would be um, for the man to be the aggressor. Mm. To take charge. To take charge at all times. And it's funny because my belief in relationship is that we would go 50-50, like whatever I'm good at, cool, whatever he's good at, cool. But there's something about if I can tell you what I want you to do and you're like trying to just cater to me, it's a turn off. So I kind of want, I don't want to be able to tell you what I want, like I don't want to be able to tell you what to do, but at the same time, I want you to take charge and you know what I mean? I don't. No. So I want Elaborate. you to, so, so I want a man to take charge. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to be the sort of one okay. to take charge, Definitely. right? So... I mean, I guess that's, I just cut it there. Like, I just want the man to take charge. So that would be prejudgment. Okay. That would be the prejudgment. Yeah. So you believe men should take charge? Yes. They should be assertive. Like, okay. to, to come after me, to, yeah. So I'll give you an example of what I'm, I'm talking about. Like, we always believe women are very emotional. That's a prejudgment mm-hmm. that men will have about women. Like, you naturally, you naturally think that we naturally think that um, women are going to be emotional. So men naturally go into the relationships catering to that ideal that they're going to be emotional anyway, and that's not going to change. So they come in with that ideal. So that would be a prejudgment. Um, What would you say, Precious? I guess a prejudgment would be it'd be hard to trust men. Men, the reputation men have is very hard that to see them as being honest and Faithful. Faithful. So you kind of think cautiously, like, I don't know if I can trust him off the back. Definitely. So. What about you, AM? What would you say? Probably prejudgment for me is, <clears throat> I don't know if it's a gender thing, though. For me, I feel like. Um, I no, know. just gender. We just want, gender. Yeah, just uh, what would you think of a woman, prejudge a woman? I actually think of what Precious was saying as far as men is concerned. I feel like my experiences I've seen, um, I, I come in thinking that not all women can be trusted to a certain, certain degree. That's so, so good. Okay. Um, just the same as how women look at men. Yeah, so that's something that we have in common. What about you, Ag? 
uh, mostly what I think is something stemming off of what you said. Talking to the mic. I think that they don't, you know, like we don't trust each other. One, both. No, but what would you think of a woman? Stay focused. Because that's why we was going to have the other segment, because I want you to speak freely. Women in the room, I want you to speak freely. So what would you think of women? Just stay focused on women, not what men do. Just focus on what would be a prejudgment of a woman. I was saying that before, mm-hmm. but but I was going off of some of what you said. Like we we think women women we automatically think they emotional, but I learned you know going off of it that it, it, men are more emotional. So yeah. you go and prejudge, but that's, but that's, the, that's my your prejudgment is that women are emotional. Women are emotional too, okay. and also the automatic prejudgment of of women is even as small as we think that they cook and clean. Definitely. That would all be a prejudgment is what I'm All saying. the time. Everybody, as soon as you see them, we think they all cook and clean for you. Definitely. Well, it depends on how That's they look. Should. They should. Definitely. Well, they, at, at the least of it. Definitely. So, like, you might not look at everybody and say, oh, they, they have, to have to cook and clean, but you think that they should cook and clean. You think that they should cook and right. clean, not that they do. Yeah. That's yeah, definitely. Saying. What about you, Laura? I would have to go on me being a big girl. I would go on a prejudgment of when I see a guy, I think that, oh, because they look at him like, oh, that's a big girl. So I'm thinking, they already thinking, oh, she's gullible. All I got to do is just come in and, you know, give her a little bit of food. She, I don't do something, you know. <laughs> so, I, so, you know, they, I, I get that feel. Like when they come to me, like, oh, she's easy. Like I can just get it. But then when they meet me, like, damn, you mean. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 that's what I get. I prejudge when I do see a guy coming up to me, approaching me because I'm a big girl. They thinking like this is gonna be easy prep. But without, okay, without factoring in your looks, your weight, anything, what did you naturally think a man like? What do you think of a man? You prejudging a man? What would you naturally think that he offers? Like he's definitely coming with as a man. I would think that I would want him to. Um, well, not what you would want. What would you think? Like that a man should automatically have. That he's going to come in and he's going to be able to take care of a woman. So he's going to be able to say yeah. that. I was going to say money. And that's what I was just about to so say. So it's money. Mm-hmm. So you naturally think that he's going to take care of the house. Now, those are the prejudgments, right? So what's your prejudgment? Hmm? I just said emotion. What oh, was yours? Oh, mine. My, pre- my prejudgment is I assume that because most men are logical that they're, they're emotionally intelligent. And I realize that a lot, of, a lot of men aren't. But I go in thinking that most men are logical. Like kind of like mediate you, like balance you. Yeah, pretty much. Because usually, in most cases, the women are, they express, men are emotional, they just express it differently. Mm -hmm. So usually you go in thinking that the man is going to be a little bit more level-headed and make logical decisions and mm-hmm. I'm going to and the, the female is going to be a little bit more you know all over the place and has to be level-setted mm-hmm. so when I go and I meet men I automatically think that they will automatically be the most logical one or will be logic to, logical together mm-hmm. and I realize that that's not always the case definitely. so that's definitely a prejudgment mm-hmm. yeah but that's what I was saying before that oh no no I know I know I know you you went, that. you went ahead of the curve yeah. that's why I just yeah. wanted everybody to just talk about about the prejudgments because we do a lot of like everybody forces oh you should not judge judgment and let's be clear here judgment means you making sound decisions that's what judgment mm-hmm. means it's not like you judging who's going to heaven or hell mm-hmm. you're going to judge people for not making sound decisions so if somebody's let's say in like laura's case when they're like oh the big girl so naturally they're going to try to put her on a on a diet mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're judging her but they believe that's going to be the best for her health mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be a bad judgment. But when you prejudge, you automatically think she wants to go on a diet because she's big. 
there's a big difference. Or you automatically think that she's not trying. Yeah. You know, like Definitely. you must be doing something wrong because how like there must be something wrong. Definitely. So yeah. we're now we're now pointing out and I want to ask and that's why I wanted to ask y'all just to deal with the prejudgments, not like what men do and what women do if you're a man or you're a woman, but really look at what we what we do going into relationships. And we naturally prejudge, we naturally have a title what women should do and what men should do, you know, going into relationships. So, you know, that's what we want to talk about. We want to start with the prejudgment because judgment is important. You have to really look at the relationships you go in and really pick partners that are going to enhance you. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, you have to judge behaviors because let's be honest, on this podcast, Accountable Love, we're talking about personal relationship. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about coworkers. We're not talking about coexisting. We're talking about picking a few people members. that you actually are going to navigate through the world with. And that takes saying no to a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And actually picking the right group and the right partner. So in dealing with prejudgment, that's why we started the segment off with prejudgment. Now, what do you think as the as a woman or as a man, you can do better in a relationship? Not be emotional. You think that that's I think what you that's struggle with? Thing. Absolutely. I think I have a huge ego. Um, I want to always feel balanced or like, not even like a one up, but I want to feel balanced with my partner. So if I feel like I'm in the wrong more than I'm in the right or more equal, like it's a big problem for me. So me, that automatically puts me in emotional place which always puts has me in an emotional place no matter where, where i'm at so Definitely. you know what i'm saying so i'm then now i'm reacting in, in a defensive way and that creates more <laughs> arguments and then a track record of of just being emotional Definitely. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely fit your criteria. Yeah. <laughs> no prejudgment. Yeah. But go ahead. What would you say, Precious? Um, what I could do better, you said? Yeah. What could you feel? What do you feel as a woman you can do better? Just as a woman. Oh, just as a woman. Um, hmm, what could I do better? Um, not, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, what's the it's like? Not that I am. You see, I just you see how quick. It's just being on a wait up, but you see how quick a person says like, "Oh, you perfect," but if you really think you are ideal person, that's true. Like that's ideal okay. don't mean perfection. Yeah. It just means that yo, you're gonna work on things throughout the course of a relationship, yeah. right? But, yeah, but like doesn't mean as it's a deficiency. Yeah, yeah. It just means that when you add yourself to another person, you have to you have to balance that out. But when you walk, when you go in a relationship, if you're on point, like we we tend to think, okay, we relationship specialists. Mm-hmm. Like me, Jerry and I, you know, we sit here, we talk about accountable love. We know a lot about relationships because we did a lot of research through years. But that makes it harder for us to have relationships. Yeah. Because that balance is like nobody wants to be taught throughout their relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that balance becomes hard. So I would go in, let's say if I had to go with, let's say, oh, what do I have to work on? It would be a, a thought like like yeah. she had. Like, damn, what do I have to work on? Because it would depend on being in, in the actual relationship. Because sometimes you around somebody that your chemistry is yeah, just off. Yeah, that brings out something different. You just flying off the deep end every time and I have been there where I'm like I gotta leave this relationship because I can become abusive in 2.5 seconds and I've never thought about hitting a woman Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying so you think it is chemistry it does deal with chemistry and it brings that that out in you but I mean you think think about it yeah think about it come back yeah we come back to mahogany oh you can start anytime you want I'm sorry no you can Um, I think my I think I think um, balance um, balance I'm all in definitely Immediately, I don't think it's a negative, but I think. Um, so, what could you do? You have to work on because I, I wouldn't say that's a negative either. But do you mean balancing like emotion, balancing just you you give balance all, and not giving all automatically, not giving your all automatically. Yeah, but I why not trust like, your why not, why yeah. not trust your but talent of assessing? Like you assess talent, you assess somebody that, that you that's, felt that's it, right there. That's what did you it, say? Right what did you say like, again? I was telling her that it's not about giving your all. Like you need to assess the character of the people you're giving your all to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But I. I, that would have been exactly what I would have said, but I already 
came to that conclusion and made the adjustment. So I don't know if that's that still counts. So, but I'm saying if you was just thinking of your past, when yeah, you said, yeah, 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 because you're still gonna give it's, your it's, all. It's, that's yeah. just who you are. Is, is my choice, my choice, yeah. picking, you know, picking the, your the, judgment. the right, your yeah, judgment, the right individual. For Definitely your judgment. I mean, and 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 that's what all of us have to go through. Yeah. We, you know. We yeah, taught a lot of things throughout. And yeah. Making the best decisions. Let's be honest. We grew up in an environment where, you know, dysfunctional relationships are normal. Yeah, it is normal. I mean, you know what I mean? So home. when you have a good relationship, mm-hmm. like people like, yo, the Cosby, get out of here. They don't exist, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Naturally, you think that that's how you deal with problems. Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. deals with problems where we're from like mm-hmm. that, you know, but that they were trying to give us a healthy idea of what to you know how to deal with a relationship when you have you're gonna have problems regardless but how you deal with them is based on how strong your relationship is so absolutely we now i think that's a great point you know finding that, that judgment and definitely really dealing with the relationship what about you x like what would you what would you say uh more, me is more so compromising with small things like i know how to compromise talk to the mic I know how to compromise with bigger things like as far as the relationship and marriage and where we need to go. But when it comes to like, like we was just speaking about it last week, like, yo, put your clothes away and stuff like that. Because those small things could lead to big things. Definitely. So that's why I'm saying like, it's me is more so compromising with small things and listening more mm. to those small things and stuff like that. Because I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, yo, are you really serious about this? But it could be serious to her. So but those small me things not turn taking into big it, things. Me Definitely. not taking it serious because that's big for her. Mm-hmm. So why, just because it's small to me don't mean that it's not big to her. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Like I got to understand and listen to those things. So you're saying minimizing her emotional, like the, the things that she deals with emotionally. Like just yeah. minimizing it. And I would say cleaning up and like the little things around the house you feel is small to you but great to her. I would say that it's not even catering to that, but it's having a discussion because that's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accountable love is all about starting the discussions. Right, wrong, or indifferent. You're thinking it. Yeah. You're feeling it. Mm-hmm. So why not have the discussion? Right, wrong, or indifferent. Like you, you may be dead wrong. You may be 100% right. You may actually feel like, dang, I could just leave this out for a week because we actually are busy. And we can clean it up on Saturday. Yeah. So we can now maximize on our time more if we're not cleaning every time. But you got to come You got to come with logic and you got to come through with a solution. So like, it's not all about just minimizing, right? Would it be just, oh, let's minimize this? Or would it be the fact that she does have an issue with something you're doing that may be incorrect and you don't know why you're doing it? It's yeah. just pure laziness versus with purpose. Or maybe it's not just pure laziness, but if you guys don't talk about it, she won't know it. You know Definitely, what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those things that, yeah, you may think it's petty, but when you let the little petty things yeah. go, then it becomes this major no, thing. And then the big fight is arguing about clothes when it's really not about clothes. No, it's really not about, <laughs> and, and it's a snowball. Mm-hmm, it absolutely. It's small and mm-hmm. grow into Go into something big. big. Definitely. I think I know now. Okay. All right, go ahead, <laughs> Just skip everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I would say communication. Communication, um, okay. I do communicate, but I think in the moment, like if something is bothering me in the moment, don't wait till later to say something or thinking about it. Say it as it's happening. As mm-hmm. it's occurring, definitely. Yeah. Because I think yeah. I, I, I think that's a lot of people's issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, they have to, and I mean, it, it, it is in some degree, it's not everybody's fault because we're taught like compassion is one of the greatest things. Mm-hmm. So you don't really want to ever hurt mm-hmm. somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. But when you're in personal relationships, your intentions are the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So how do you have, like, compassion is literally feeling pity for somebody or helping somebody through a, a traumatic event. 
it's not not telling somebody to wash their behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? That or you care about. Like your, your, yeah, your, re- <laughs> your reasoning behind it is for a future gain. So meaning mm-hmm. you're leaving the house and you're stinking. Like come back in here and handle that and then we'll take care of business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I do think. I don't stink. Okay. <laughs> I do think. Uh, we don't even know who you with right now. <laughs> but, you know, like. That's the things that, y'all, you know, like that's where, and I, I think a lot of it is how we're grown because it's the, what's the, what's the most important thing is kindness and compassion when really the most important thing is being genuine to who you are and bringing that to a relationship yeah. and being unafraid to let people know, like, this is who I am and this is what I feel at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, not be politically correct. Definitely. Yeah. Not, not think about it and try to say Definitely. all this. Because that's your safe just, place. Yeah. That's your safe place. That's where you should be yourself. And the person should know you inside out. And it ain't just, we do, we don't just do that in our romantic relationships. We do that in Every our friendships. Like we yeah. run into people that, are y'all even friends? Like you could come in a room, tell one secret and destroy the whole friendship. Mm-hmm. I've been in that place, I mean, a million times, but I'm like, I'm just saying something innocent mm-hmm. and the friendship is done. I'm like, how is that a friendship? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's a, that's a great one. That's great. But intention is a big deal. So Definitely. if you're coming from a good place and you guys have the same objective and you guys want to work together to get there, then yes, it may sting. Like no one wants to hear that you're not your best or you smell or you, you, you're gaining weight. Like, you know, all, like nobody wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. But after, you know, the, the, the sting goes away, you, you appreciate it mm-hmm. because you want to be around people who's going to call you out on things. Mm-hmm. Because if your friends can't call you out on things, then how are you ever going to know? Exactly. So. Yeah, Laura. I think with me is controlling. I, I'm a, I'm a control freak. Mm. So it's like I want it done, and I actually do something I want it done right now. And if you don't do it right now, and I get a little attitude, so I, I definitely don't have to work on that because it is a problem. <laughs> it is a big problem with that because um, it, it comes down to a point to where I'll actually do something like I'll actually do it, and you just kind of just stay there and you don't move. And I'm like, so you didn't hear me. Yeah, but I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to do it after the show goes off. So I'm like, all right. So then the show goes off, and then you're just still there. You're still not doing it. So I'm like, okay, so you still show the show. It went off, so that's it. You're not going to do it. I actually, so I, I, I have to work on that. I am. I am a big control freak, and it goes down to relationships, my children. It's across the board. So. Hey, is that I'm, actually controlling? Yeah, if, I yeah, if, say that. Yeah, if you, if you ask something to be done and you already sound like from what you just said you sound like you already you know um accepted that it's not happening right at this moment but the person pledged yeah they have pledged to do something they at a certain time just holding them yeah. that's not a that's yeah no but that go, it goes down to intention because she's not first of all the person she just said the person like let's put in a scenario right she said the person's watching tv not not like hey when you're finished can you do this? It's like, are you going to do this? So mm-hmm. she's not even being mindful that they're watching TV, number one. Number two, she asks them in the middle of it and expects them to move at that time, yeah. which is controlling. It very much is controlling because her intention is, I want you to move when, when I say so, when I ask you to. Definitely. Now, mm-hmm. all, all she did right there was just compromise to say, okay, since you didn't move right now because she, do it can't, later. she can't actually <laughs> make them do it. So now she's like, oh, I guess not right now, but when you get when you finish, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I, so that's the much, part that's yeah. not controlling because yeah. the person signed on. So afterwards, now, after yeah, show. now, well, yeah. now, like since they didn't check her the first time. Mm-hmm. But can, I, can I say something? <laughs> yeah, talk to the mic. But even asking somebody in the beginning while they watching TV, you're just asking. She she said, "Are you gonna do this?" She's being passive aggressive. Yeah, which is but, an issue. 
but she asked them. You know what I'm saying? You can't speak to them. But passive they aggressively. Her intention, yeah, her intention her, is yeah, she wants them to do it at that moment. Exactly. So she's not saying, hey, I acknowledge that you're watching television right now, but when you're done, could but you move X, nobody, Y, and Z? I don't think nobody talks like that to each other. But that's the problem. But that's the issue. That's the issue. Yeah, that's it's the issue. Like, we should be mindful of certain things. If, if, if somebody... See, the thing, like, Aziz plays video games, which... I don't quite understand, but that's his Just thing. Shout me out, but right. nah. <laughs> but I do play video games. I, I love myself some two K. So he plays video games. So while he's playing games, we're like, we need to do this and we got to do that. And he's just like, I'm playing the game. And because I don't play games, I'm looking at it like you can just put that down and let's go. Yeah, but, and she's exactly. not even my significant other. So no, I'm just a friend. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. the, the sex is involved and the emotions are involved? Just a and, yeah, so now it gets a little different, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah so, so like. Yeah. No, so yeah. So, but because I belittle the, because I don't, because I don't play games, I'm looking at it like, okay, let's let's wrap this up. So it's you. It's really like you said, your intention and really respecting what everyone else has going on, and not everyone's going to move when you want them to move, and but you have it, to acknowledge it, it, it that. Deal with the intention. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my oh, am you can go. I was going to say, what if the person signs on for that though? By signs allowing her to do what? what she does. So say for instance, she's she's doing what she does, and the person that she's with understands when she says things while they're doing something that she wants it done right now. But that, but they shouldn't do that. They shouldn't understand no. that. That's not no, behavior that you should understand. They should be checking her and Absolutely. telling her that I'm watching TV, Laura, and you're just gonna have to wait. But, 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 but on the other hand, de- relationships are also to deal with what two people come together exactly. To and agree to. So if in fact I said to Am's point, if I say, hey, Laura, I'm buying into catering to you. I'm gonna do what you need. Worship, hey, hey, hey. And now you telling me that I have no room to yeah. complain unless I want to change. So on the other hand, I can't be mad at you i better stop stop the fuck i'm doing and go do what i gotta do because i signed into or at least i tricked you into or at least that's how i got you by catering to you so Definitely. then you, so then you gave her right. unrealistic expectations yeah. unrealistic expectations yeah and then i have to reel, reel it back like you know what i'm not really not feeling this right now i want to cater to you i got you i'm happy that i got you can we find an equal medium somewhere? yeah you know what i mean that's, that's where that's where it starts getting shaky though. can yeah. we negotiate Absolutely. the contract yeah now because now she thinks that she has somebody who's going to accept that part of her definitely but wait but to that point though it's it's one of but we should always have the conversation so when i meet men and they are catering to me there's certain things that i ask them like is this normal like you know everyone long standing well no seriously like are you gonna have the stamina to continue this because this is oh i'll tell them this is unrealistic you come into my house whatever like you basically being at my back and call is unrealistic all the time like it's cute in the beginning and you know some people want to get their ego stroked and it feels good when somebody wants to put in all that effort but at the same time it's when you know that you're going to crash and burn and at, and then at some point you're going to resent me exactly can i i just want to ask a question i just want to know that do you want somebody that's that you can control no see the thing about it with me is that i want a strong somebody really strong so my thing if you let me i'm going to do it so my thing is like so now is at a point of all right Stop doing that. I already said I'm watching TV. When I, you know, get a chance, I'm going to do it. So it, it comes down to the point that we can start talking about it. I'm cool with it. But if you continue to let me control you, I will do it. And I know I know myself to the point of you have to really be like, Laura, stop. Stop trying to control me. Like, cut this out. Like, we're going to work this out here. And that's it. And you really sure. and you really don't like the person anymore because that's you don't want the man that, that you can control. I don't want Let's just bust this out how Jerry was doing. Told you. Something that you're trying to work on and change, or you're remaining that way and looking for some. No, I, 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 I try to work on it now with relationships. I mean, I don't, I don't have a relationship uh, uh, partner now, no. But far as working with talking with my children, and of course, 
was, he was in the office with me. He's like, so we, I definitely try to um, help help myself like and think about what I'm doing. I try to think about what I'm getting ready to say before I say it. Because then I know that I'm about to say something that could, you know, can really mess up somebody. It sound- That's definite. That's definite. Oh, go, go ahead. It sounds like she it sound like she testing people. That's what that's what I got from your your entire conversation is like I want to see what you gonna allow me to do, um, and if you allow me to do this, I'm gonna run you into the ground, and if you don't allow me to do this, I'm gonna respect it. She might. At this point, she's still she working might. on it. Yeah, at this point, she's still on it, so she might respect it. Definitely. She might still have an issue at the same time. But we still want to hear what AM has to work yes. on. But, but real quick, real quick. But <laughs> really, when it comes down to lower situation, it, it takes me back to what I was saying in the beginning. Like, when we talk about prejudgments, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want somebody who's assertive, right? But now that person that I'm assertive, I also want them to move the way I want them to move, which is I could kind of relate to... Laura, where she's saying, like, I'm controlling, right? Like, oh, she likes things her way. She wants to, you know, basically direct certain things. So I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a testing thing. It's almost like she wants her cake and eat it, too. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want somebody who's aggressive. Assertive. Sorry, assertive. You're right. I want somebody who's aggressive, but at the same time. Shoot, I'm so sorry. Assertive, but at the same time. Yeah, I'm really not sorry. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, be like, cater to, too. And that goes to Aziz's point when he's like, we as women are emotional because it's like, yeah, when I want, when I want you to cater to me, cater to me. When I want you to move how I want you to move, move. But I also mm-hmm. want you to be strong yeah. enough to be able to say, Stop. to check you. But that, that's Absolutely. what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying about wanting somebody who's assertive, right? right? I want somebody who's assertive, but while I'm in a relationship with somebody who's assertive, I'm like, why are you not catering to me right now? Why are you not moving the way I want you to move right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I am, go ahead. I'm not going to hold your mic though. <laughs> No, what's the what's the what, what could you change? What could you make? What, what do you um, feel you could adjust as a man? As, man. as a I was a man, I think. You got to close your eyes. I'm trying like because I'm trying to think if this is something that is just because we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier about you know what happens when you when you're dealing with a certain person and you're trying to find that balance and you, you have you know a certain part of you comes out that you didn't know would come out. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, I feel like a consistent thing is me for is patience. Definitely. So with my with patience, like I I might run into someone who may not think logically, mm-hmm. and they might think more emotional, and I'm trying to get them to think another way, or get them to understand certain things, and I may not be as patient trying to get them to understand those things, or my my message may not come out the way I want it to because I'm not as patient. You get frustrated. Now, yeah, I'm getting frustrated with the situation. So I'm my my, my what I'm saying might be on point, but the way I'm delivering it is not. Being re- being received the way I want it to be. Definitely, so, I would say patience for me. Definitely, go ahead. I, I just think what you're doing is is gonna fit you though. What at, do you mean at by the that? End of the, at the end of the day, you're gonna find somebody that's right for you. That that because you're gonna weave out. To me, I think when people are straightforward and say what they want and do what they want, they're gonna find a person for them. You're going to weave out the bullshit. Definitely. So you wouldn't have to work so hard to so get her it, to be. I hear what you're saying, but I think it's, I, I act, it might sound crazy because I think it's actually good because sometimes, because face is that way. Yeah. He's going to be straightforward. He's going to tell you what he wants. Aziz's face. face. That was my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> you know me as face. Yeah, but um, that's that's what I'm saying. I think it's good when you're straightforward because even with me and Precious, I was straightforward. She was straightforward in the beginning. So you find somebody for you when you straightforward right. because it's hard to find somebody that you're going to be right. with for the rest of your life so i think that what you're doing is the, the right thing i don't think it's a bad thing yeah i just i just i'm not i'm, I'm i think um i definitely agree with you i'm more or less it's a thing where i feel like um for me like the, the patience part of it is 
it's not even just with the relationship either, though. It's just patience in general. Mm-hmm. So I think that it does. I think it does affect me in my relationship. Definitely. It spills over a little bit. So, Definitely. Um, with as far as me being straightforward, I do agree with you. I'm gonna find somebody that's more, you know, that's more suited for me. I don't want any any. I don't want to be misinterpreted. So I feel like me being straightforward is the only way I'm not gonna Absolutely. misinterpret. You get what I'm saying. I'm not beating around the bush. I'm not sugarcoating it for you. So it's a virtue. Yeah, it's, it's a virtue that you have to understand. People look at straightforward as mean. You know, and, and, and that's wrong. It means that you absent a pretense, meaning that you're straightforward. So you're, you're, you're direct and you're going to, you know, and that's the best way to communicate because you understand exactly what a person, where a person's coming from. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the patience is when you are straightforward to not factor in who you're being straightforward with. That's where the patience come in. So you have to know when I say this, this may be a half hour discussion. Yes. And you have to know that because you're with the person. So you're, you're, like you're getting to a place where the discussion, maybe that same discussion next week may take 15 minutes. <laughs> but you try to, you, that's where the patients come in because they have so many other attributes that you're like, they're great. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, you know, that communication and that balance, that's when it becomes a little more difficult. So AM was saying that, you know, he's dealing with patients. You know, and you got to work through your patience. So, Jerry, what would you say your situation was? My situation is because I am so... Not situation. What do you have to work work on? on? I have to work on the... So, I am naturally logical. So, because of that, I come into a relationship, or even with my friendships, I think that we all all have an issue as well, where I... I go in knowing that I want to do the right thing and I'm, that's what I'm focused on, just that. So I don't really deal with the, get too caught up in the emotion of things. But then when that emotional wave hits, everyone's like, what the fuck is her problem? Who is she? She's crazy. Or it's, 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 they, they don't expect it. So when they don't expect it, it's hard for them to kind of deal with me. They, they look at me slightly different. So the one thing that I need to work on is when I am around people, meeting new people, especially, especially that I need to show them every facet of me. So they see the slightly emotional me. I'm mostly, I'm most of the time logical, but there's an emotional component of me that they should see as well. And I shouldn't just hold, I don't, I don't go and say I'm going to hold back emotionally. It's just, there's no real reason. I'm trying to weed out the nonsense. So we're talking about all types of stuff. And then there's a, there, there may be a situation where things may get a little emotional and they're like, you cry. Like, I didn't know you shed a tear. Like, (laughs) and it becomes weird. So I think I need to work on that. Um, softening up. Not even softening up, just letting them see all parts of me. And not just when I'm at a, a place where it's not at a point of return, but it's at a place where now I can express my emotion because something happened where I am emotional about that situation. So basically, you take the, the man out of the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. I mean, I have the same situation. Um, and I think it just happens that way because it's not a hiding. No, it isn't. I don't thing. go in thinking. It's yeah. just like... There's been no reason yes. for you to see that side of me. Exactly. So when that when that reason surfaces, now you look and surprise like who the hell is this person? Mm-hmm. But you never had a reason to see this side of myself. However, I have in in I think pretty much all of my relationships told them. I do the same. I do the same thing. I have these layers to myself, and I'll explain it. But they don't believe because, it. No, I was about to say <laughs> no one believes it because. It's, it's so extreme. Yes. You're it's so very extreme. Killed. So I am very pleasant and I can be very, very harsh. Mm-hmm. And so if you haven't gotten the opportunity to meet harsh, 
it feels like heaven. heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as soon as you get the opportunity to meet Harsh, you feel like you in hell. Mm-hmm. And it automatically changes the whole dynamic of that relationship. So I get 100%. Yeah, and girlfriend. to Jerry's point, that's what makes it a problem. Because yeah. the balance, like when it hits yeah. you, nothing should blindside a person. Yes. Anytime that you're saying like, yeah, and then when I start actually being harsh, it's like it's it hits them. Then that means that they don't know all of who you are. Yes. You didn't really give them a chance. Mm-hmm. And being harsh is something, like being direct is something that should come out from the gate. Wait. So. It's, it's, it's not a... saying like an incident. It's, yeah, happened. it's like something. Well, no, something but let, me give, you, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. So my friends, well, my friends helped me move, right? <laughs> and my father's friend put my mattress on the top of his car and lost the shit on the Major Deegan, right? So... <laughs> 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 he calls me up and tells me that he lost my mattress on the Major Deegan, right? So I'm kind of like in a state of shock, like, what you just said? So he comes, so he gets to the front of my building with my box spring. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with that, right? So initially, it was, the thought of it, like, everyone laughed. It was kind of funny at that moment. And we're like, and you can't do any, the logical part of me was like, I can't do anything about it right now anyway. He lost my mattress. There's nothing I could do about it, right? But after the dust settled, after I moved into my apartment, I couldn't even stay there because I didn't have no damn bed. And I'm at my friend's house sleeping there. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the edge of her bed crying because I'm like, I got to buy me a new mattress. Now, everyone's like, I it didn't even know that it was that serious. Right? Now, I'm not saying that I couldn't have laughed when it happened, but I could have been like, damn. I could have took a moment to be like, damn. I'm really bummed to have to buy a new mattress now. You know what I mean? Like I could have let I could have went through all of the emotions she at that moment. Could have allowed the emotions exactly. to take over and let her. But the first place I went to was a logical place because I knew I could get it back. Her support. Absolutely. Exactly. No, so, she went to a humor place. Actually. Well, it I was funny started, at first, and but then it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. Mattresses. Not mattresses. I thought I was being punked. I'm like, you, you no, you did not lose my mattress on the highway. You know what I mean? So initially, you're like, you laugh like it's an awkward kind of laugh, like a no, you did it. No, it's a it's a quiet before the storm. Yeah, kind of laugh. That's yeah. what it is. That's how a joker went crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a quiet yeah. before the storm. Like, but my point, you're laughing it off, but you're really gonna hurt somebody. But my you know point I mean? is that you can you can let it. You could you could you could show it and display it in different ways. Like you don't have to be like super emotional where you're like unraveling but again i could have expressed to my friends that i was feeling like damn like this is a disappointment for me like it's a setback and i didn't even express that so i think that i could work on that and kind of deal with the things that i need to deal with as well as being logical but just expressing this is a setback what what am i going to do and then leaning on my friends for that type of support and for the record a logical woman is an endangered species it seems (laughs) so you got to keep that yeah you got to keep that I just, um, before we go on, I'm just thinking in terms of like you're, you're being your natural self. Like I'm being my natural self the entire time. So I'm not like thinking about, I need to do this. I need to, like, I'm just being natural. And when a situation comes forth that creates a different response, it was created. Right. Mm-hmm. So the reason why that's that's the reason why I always felt the need to say, here goes all the information you need about me ASAP. Like, you know how people sometimes say, I wish I wish people came with um, like the ingredients. Instruction, yeah, instruction yeah. manual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a label. But can't I, you? A label. And I kind of come with it. I kind of do. Because when I meet you, I'm telling you this. This is my shit. 
excuse my French, this is my stuff because we all got some. Mm -hmm. I'm putting it out on the table. It's not my fault that you're not believing it. But before, and now, before as soon it's as created, can't you stop it from getting to that point? What do you mean, though? It's no, it is no was, point. You said it was created, like the situation no, was created. No, because you said it was two extremes. There's I just a difference have two, between. Yeah, I just have. No, two. that's what I'm saying. You saying yeah. there's a diff, two extremes. Having two extremes is, is borderline bipolar. Yes, like you have but to. But I'm not though. You have to. No, you're not bipolar. I'm. I'm saying. That's how that's how the diagnosis takes place. It's borderline extremes, manic and depression. Mm -hmm. So when you go from if one extreme to the next, wait, but listen I'm what sorry. I'm saying. You go from one extreme to the next, it's something wrong. That's that's an issue. You have to you do like you you're, you're big on saying you gotta find balance. And there's a that's like one of your greatest yeah, that's statements. What, that's what I said. Yeah, that's, that's one of your greatest is. statements. So Absolutely. you did say you had to work on it. Yeah. So what she's saying in a nutshell, what pressure is saying is before it gets to the outrageous part, like yeah. where you are boiling. You know that that's going that's going to cause havoc. So whether you told them or not, that's not something that you should be. That's not something they should have to deal with yeah, at all. That's what she's saying. Yeah. I agree, and okay. I'm not saying that um, there's no like warning or stages. Like mm -hmm. the conversation doesn't take place because I'm 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 a talker. Definitely. Like we I'm gonna we're gonna have these discussions. What I'm saying is no one ever believes because it's so from level. one from one person to the next and you could talk to somebody till you blew in the face until they they meet that other side they don't believe it exists so i'm telling you constantly y'all don't like this i don't like this why are you doing this i already told you i don't like this i don't like this and then i'm the monster <laughs> when i respond to the thing that i told you i didn't like a hundred times definitely be you know why because you're being you're the person that's you are the yeah. logical person, so you mm -hmm. are the person taking the lead in that 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 you know in that mode. So the expectation is for you to eliminate the person before mm -hmm. you get to that point. Exactly, that's Absolutely. the expectation. Because so you are supposed to be the more responsible yes. person, mm -hmm. which goes back into our prejudging, what goes back into what we believe our roles are in the relationship. Absolutely, which you're goes right. back right. to you know because you do you're the most sound typically in your relationships, probably mm -hmm. right. So when you do go to the other extreme, because like I said, we all have that extreme, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So we are expected because we're the sound people to not go to that extreme where everybody else could just go to that extreme and it's just something it's, else. It's expected right. of them. Because when you said natural self, sorry, not no. I'm going to let you talk, but to let, when you said natural self, you have to think of how many people think something's their natural self. Mm -hmm. yeah. You go to the club, somebody, your, your friend's spazzing on somebody and you're like, all of that, mm -hmm. yeah. but that's their natural it's self. Tough. Yeah, doesn't mean it's okay. That's something yeah. that, yeah, that's something <laughs> that's in this tough. segment I wanted to really <laughs> emphasize because people believe that you could just use terms mm -hmm. independently and it means something. Yeah, you can't say be kind. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean anything to anybody without being placed in a sentence. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, acceptance. That doesn't mean anything. You should accept others. What are you talking about? I'm not going to accept somebody disrespecting me in a sentence. I'm not accepting somebody disrespecting me. Now, acceptance has has meaning. Mm -hmm. I'm not accepting some. I'm going to accept somebody treating me great. Mm -hmm. That now acceptance has meaning, but by itself, just to be accepting. That's control. Yeah. Everybody that hears one person use one word to describe something, they're trying to control. It's you. to manipulate. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, every, at the end of Ellen's show, every day she says, "Be kind to one another." So I guess that's like think about it. She just says, "Be kind to one another." Think it's about so it. It's so vague. It's very. It's a very yeah. vague sentence. Think about it. We are res you responsible. You're, res you're we're, we're supposed to be teachers, educators mm -hmm. of the next generation, and we're just using 
just phrases. We quote all the time and we quote all the time. Yeah. Same it's to get people to think. It's to get people to really forge thought. But we want them to think further than the quote. Mm-hmm. The quote is just to guide you. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be your end or be all. There's people that wake up every day and that's their quote. Mm-hmm. It has to have meaning. It has to have meaning. You have to have actions connected to that quote. Because mm-hmm. they use quotes all the time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In the wrong context. Yes. Yeah. Like, that person didn't write that for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm my own person. Yo, you're in a bad relationship. Yes. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, you're in a bad relationship. How do you justify that by being your own person? So you always got to think of things of that nature, right? And then when we're dealing with men and women, men and women dynamics, and we already have, like, that's why I started the segment off with prejudgment. Because we already have an idea of what we believe the other sex is, or the same sex is in your case. We go in with those understandings, and there's no way to, they're going to ever overcome those things. There's no blank slate. So you meet the person as the person, as opposed to as a woman, as a man. As a, it's a very important to meet the person as a person. Yeah, we all identify the sex we like. So we could identify that. But if we already say, yo, this woman is going to be emotional, we have to be accepting of that. The biggest thing is, why do you have to be accepting of emotions that don't enhance your relationship? Because it was an expectation going in. You already set the bar for what you're going to accept. You get what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. did you want to have something finished? Or you- no, I mean, basically, I mean, just, to, just to the point of balance, and when it comes down to even what, what Jerry said, like, I would think that no matter how much you tell me, yeah, like, if you, I always think that there's, like, an equal medium, right? So the fact that you're so even-killed, and then you you blow up. It's like there has to. There's basically like a middle point there that 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 you could stop before you blow up. So it was just to your point mm-hmm. that yeah, like before you even get there, you already know that this person is not it's taking not you serious. On. They're not respecting you, so you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Because for you to blow up, for you to blow up that much, you uh, there's automatically bad chemistry. It's a build up. Yeah. They don't respect the best side of you. Yes. Mm. Anybody that don't respect the best side of you, they don't need but, to be in your life. Absolutely. But mahog- advantage of you. Absolutely. But mahogany, don't mahogany, don't you feel <laughs> that people because you're so even kill, they like. Poke at you, it's like poking a sleeping bear. That's like what they it feels poke like. and poke and poke because in their mind, if you're not emotional, erratic, crazy, then you don't care. And you don't give, yeah. yeah. That's exactly so what I, I, you know, but I realize that those, I don't belong with those type of men either. You know what I mean? So if, if you want to poke, if you want to poke, you want to keep poking at me, then you're not the guy for me. So, but I realize that people tend to do that because they want to see another side of you because if they see that crazy side, then that means that you, you, you're in it to win it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, you're in. There's but, a, yeah. but can't they be taking it kindness for weakness at the same time? Like this, she's so nice, so nice, so. Not nice. She didn't say she was well, nice. Well, not nice. Con- well, <laughs> she's pleasant, genuine. Pleasant. Genuine. Yeah. Like they genuine. just think that this is what it is and. I'm going to take advantage of but this even because... Still, like, but why would even, somebody yeah, take advantage? No, no, it's not right yeah. now, of course. Either way, saying, but, but either should, way, yeah, you should just... Ship. Yeah, basically. Either way you slice it. If somebody's take is taking you, your, your, you being genuine as a sign of weakness, you being vulnerable as a sign mm. of weakness, you putting your all as a sign of weakness, then you don't need that to be with those yeah. people. If Definitely. they, if you're logical and they want to see you Ill, illogical, then that's an issue. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, the, you don't need to be with that type of person because they're not your speed. You guys are not like-minded. So it's really just trying to get find a person that's really a right fit for you who's going to respect what you bring to the table and know that if you have a slip up along the way and we do that it's it's what that you guys will work together to get to where you need to be i was gonna say i think you hit a really good point and and that point is 
people want to see you act a certain way because they would feel needed. Exactly. Right? So, and that's like the whole setup for this conversation or conversation to like a whole nother conversation to take place because it's like we were basically raised to believe that you know we need each other mm-hmm. we should be we should be jealous like i was raised in a household like my mother could not have male friends and at the end of the day she shouldn't have <laughs> but <laughs> but for the but in, in general yes yeah, that's right for another time sometimes you gotta do it but in, you know what I mean? you make your bed we're gonna say it but in general at the end of the day i grew up i i gave my True love, my, my first love, a very hard time because I had a hard time saying, oh, that guy's attractive. Oh, that film is attractive. Oh, this, oh, that. Because I, my, I was my, uh, a daddy's girl and I was up under him. I did not believe what my mother was doing was right. And all of a sudden, every just, everything just became like, oh, I'm going to be, oh, if I do that, I'm cheating on my man. If, if I think this other guy's attractive, oh, oh um, that, that, that's it. Like, she I'm, don't I'm be, wrong. You don't want to be wrong. your mom. Yeah, and so it was a big thing of like I didn't want to be my mother, I didn't want to be a whore, I didn't want to be I didn't want to be any of those things, any of those adjectives that was described by my father. <laughs> so yeah. So in that in that regard, like it really put me in a tough place. But that's because when you think about how we're raised, it's just like we should be jealous, and that actually means that we love somebody. Mm-hmm. So you know, yes. it's just like to, to, to your point, it's like poking at you means like, oh great, now that I got you to act all crazy, I know that you love me. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's madness. It's, it's, yeah. But me showing up every day, me work, me being present yeah, every day, nothing. that should that means nothing un- yeah. unless yeah. I'm like chasing behind you and jealous, checking your phone, you smelling your underwear, yeah, 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 doing yeah, all yeah, types yeah, of nonsense. Yeah. Sense because that means that you truly me. yeah exactly mm-hmm. I mean yeah, for absolutely. the sake of, of a quote I guess a quote you know it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know vulnerability is the number one lie detector yes if you like back to your point if you give your all to somebody yes. why would you stop it just yeah. when you mm-hmm. give it to the right person you're gonna be on point mm-hmm. anybody that would take advantage of your all then you don't need them what life. more can you give yep. yeah I've, I've come to that conclusion already. definitely absolutely definitely. come to that conclusion I, I, I completely understand where I uh, came short in my choosing in the past, Definitely. so I'm I'm on that page. Well, so speaking of choosing, with, with the next question, yeah, I have another. I have another. It's not a question; it's just something for people to think about. Go ahead. Um, did you say what you needed to work on? Oh, definitely. I just finished saying it. I, I, you I, did. I, we kind of missed it. No, it came around. It came okay. from her to me to to, to him to you. Is, Could you refresh our memory? I, I can't recall. <laughs> I actually said it when Precious was was stumped on what she had to say. Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that was me saying what I said. That's what Precious. But I mean, damn, you, you, you like you like wait up, you like what this motherfucker? Got? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I would say I would say easy. I mean, it's an easy understanding. Going in trying to help my partner, that's the hardest thing you can do. You know what I mean? You 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 have you have a partnership. It's supposed to be a partner, and I will pick people based on the fact that not necessarily that I needed to help them, but I will pick strong people, and then it will be overwhelming for them, and they would stop being as strong, and start being dependent. So my my thing is like really sitting back because I'm such a problem solver. Really sitting back and let some problems get solved by the person themselves, and just be a cheerleader. Absolutely. I got that thing. Mm. Yeah. That would be my biggest thing. I lost. I mean, a lot of relationships that way. But listen. Now that we know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's single. I mean, I have no problem, man. Like, strip me down. I have no problem. But my my question to everybody now in relationships: Why do we have a different discussion with our partners than we do with our friends? 
Why oh, the men? I, why the men have a different partner? You know, like there's certain things you could talk to the men about, but you can't talk to your partner about. I was gonna say maybe you, you because it, 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 it could be you don't know if that person's gonna accept a certain side of you. Like when but, you're around your friends and how you act around your friends, you're not the same person because you don't know if they can handle that person that you are with your friends. But they should. They should. No, no, they should. But he was saying, why do, why is it Well, I think the question was do? more like, why is it that, so say for instance, right? So say your boyfriend <laughs> has an issue with you, right? So he's talking to his boys like, you know, precious, she's she's crazy, she always want me to clean, I'm tired of cleaning, blah, 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 right? But when he comes to you, he's like... It's a little bit more, like, he's not as raw. It's mm-hmm. more passive-aggressive, like, you know, babe, I'm tired, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's not really being as upfront as don't he could be Don't want to cause controversy. Because he doesn't want to take the responsibility. That's the issue. I mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have answered this for but yeah. it's really just not wanting to take responsibility. Because that's why it's easier to talk to his friends, because, I mean, luckily... He has friends that are going to check him and hold him accountable. Like, you telling me this, you should be telling him the same thing. Mm-hmm. But most people would just l- allow you to vent yeah. and talk crap and, mm-hmm. and, Don't that's, you to go and just be the sounding board yeah. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, oh, go ahead. What I was going to say is, um, first of all, I, I'm, I speak more to you about things than I speak to my friends. So that wouldn't pertain to me. But I think the reason that I'm saying... <laughs> Yeah, it has to change to be in the back. Yeah, okay, so I'm saying the so reason why I think about know. the reason I think about I think that now. dudes I think that mostly it has to stem from cheating. It has to stem from like it is some because some way, shape, form, or fashion it might lead back to a lie that they could have told or something is just not like they don't they don't feel the the need to say that this girl got a big ass they gonna automatically feel that their girl gonna be insecure and if their girl is insecure it's over i I think that that's a a big part of it they it's an insecurity thing because they're doing wrong see when you honest and you just doing right you don't care about the insecure you you, you're not thinking about it because you automatically thinking that i'm telling the truth she's telling the truth we both comfortable i just think that dudes do it because or most have cheated already, and so and they, they have can't. cheated on because I know a lot of and dudes. You know what I'm saying? That because they have a bad. They, it's hard record. for them to do the same thing. Like just going to the party last week, I'm like, nobody's inviting their girl. Why y'all asking my girl to come? Because y'all know I'm open. Definitely. And nobody else is. So now y'all don't have the same <laughs> conversations. <laughs> they're not really like they're not a lot of. I think a lot of times what it is, they girl really is not their best friend. Mm-hmm. That's the point I was trying to make. That girl Boy, is really not their best friend. It's that not girl is not friend. even their friend. It's not even their friend. Because you would it's, never it's an associate. have sex with your friend's girl. You would never disregard your friend. You would never set your friend up. You would never. But your girl, <laughs> your wife, you'll cheat on her, leave her with kids. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's, that's think the, about how society paints relationship, a, a romantic relationship versus a friendship. There's more loyalty to a friendship. Then your partner, yeah, then your partner you actually building a life with. That has a kid with you. Definitely. Think about that. And they don't get. And that's what I tell people all the time. They be like, yo, why you don't cheat on your girl? Or why you don't, why, you know, we got girls and this, that, and the fourth. I said, I don't lie to you. Why would I lie to her? 
Definitely. Why you want me to lie to her? Why would you encourage that? I said, I'd be like, and first of all, it's hard for me to trust you because you cheating on your girl. Definitely. You got a kid. Definitely. And you got a kid with her. Definitely. We and then go they deeper. shut up. We go they deeper. Go, they shut up. We go deeper. They absolutely shut up. And he's a better man friend. than me because they wouldn't be my friend. Because <laughs> <laughs> you already know I go really deep. Like, until you stop cheating, I can't be around your girl. Therefore, I can't be around you because I'm going to feel false. You know what I mean? I'm every time smiling in her face, knowing that she is getting done wrong. But they never, and that's what I noticed. They never bring their girls around. Never. I never see none of my. And when they do, it's like a. That used to be baby shower. And when they do, it's a it's a baby shower. It's uh, a, definitely it's, it's something it's with wedding. it's a wedding yeah. or this is oh, their. Event. I've it's seen event. I've seen okay. a situation so bad. Where we thought the dude's side chick was his girl. Oh, definitely. And when the when when it was like uh when something came up, <laughs> his real wife came like they're married. His wife came around, and then a dude that we be with was like, "Hey, yo, where's his wife at?" Oh, wow. I said, Holy "Oh shit!" shit. <laughs> um, so, so I, I think with um, what I was talking about. You know, us acting differently with, between our friends and our spouses. I think it has to do with um, kind of a piece of what Jazz was saying earlier about how she felt about what she thought was cheating, her forms of cheating. I think your, your I want to say, I guess, personality trait, I guess. You come. Your beliefs. Yeah, your, your beliefs. Um, I think it can reflect on the other, or project, project. onto the other person. So they feel like since you feel that way, they can't be their natural self. They want to be more outgoing or say, hey, she got a fat ass. Because you may feel like that's the form of cheating. So you're now saying that to him. That's a good point. Even though he doesn't feel that way, Mm -hmm. you feel that way. So it's projecting on the other person. Mm -hmm. So now that person who's, let's say you have someone who is the opposite of you, Mm -hmm. they know they can't be themselves around you. So they'd rather do that with somebody they can be themselves around. Mm -hmm. I don't think I was gonna say I don't think it's. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say rather. I'm gonna say rather. I don't think it's. But they know um, not to do that because they don't want to create an issue. Well, why would you want to be with somebody that feels that way? Like that's just a, so, a lot of energy burnt. No, it is, but it's a. I think it's a social norm in, in uh, yeah. society now with the whole opposites attract thing. I think that happens a lot. People think that they, you know I can be with somebody who is opposite of me. I can just find another way to be me. Yeah, but I don't to, think it's more cheating. I think it's more insecurity. I mean, it could be a little of both, but I think if you're saying, oh, this girl has a fat ass, you know your girl might feel insecure. It could be one because you've cheated in the past and now she thinks that this is what you like or this is what you want. Or just in general, she might think that's what he likes or I need now I need to get a fat ass. It could be yeah. an insecurity thing in their both. mind. Yeah, it could be a little both. Yeah, well, well, now I, I think that when you can't tell your partner something, I think it's cheating. Like if you hiding something from them, like if you're really admiring this girl's ass, then you, you you're basically cheating mentally, and then it, it starts to come out physically. Mm-hmm. It'll start to come out. It's just a matter of time where it's gonna happen. So I believe that if you ain't telling that person something, you need to move on. That's not the person for you. If you can't talk to them like you can talk to your boy, well, you need to move on. I completely agree. I'm just, I, I just, I'm giving another reason as to why yeah. I think people do that. Yeah. Why they can't be them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, uh, like I said earlier, it's really not taking responsibility because if you see a girl with a big butt and your girlfriend's butt is not so big and she feels some type of way about that, then you need to check her on the way that she feels. You know, like just say like your your butt's never gonna look like that. So, and I'm with you though. You know what I mean? So that means like I'm not with you for your fat ass. You know what I mean? I'm with you for other things. Yes, I, aesthetically, I like the way that it looks, but I know that a relationship is built on more, more things. Than, yeah. 
Above, I think it's controversy, like uh, I said too, it could be responsibility, but you don't want to cause controversy but in your relation, relationship it, as well. But on the on the end of yeah. that, you'll you'll create an understanding. Yeah, no, you know I what agree. I mean? But because, some people just don't want to go there. Because the one thing about females, we see the girl that your man's attracted to before he sees her. Mm-hmm. So we already know. So it's a matter of him just being honest about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you being able to allow him to be honest because you know that he's a man and he's attracted to the opposite sex and she's attractive. So I mean, Agreed. it's it's natural. Mm-hmm. To, to piggyback what she said, I, that's what I was going to say pretty much is uh, people rather go easy, mm-hmm. the easy route. It's like, I don't want to have to have this conversation. I don't want to have mm-hmm. to explain why. So I'd rather just keep it to myself and talk to the people I'm not going to have to go through hoops with, mm-hmm. you know, with this conversation. Um, she may not withhold sex because she feels like she's... But <laughs> if you're living accountable, if you're living accountable in love and understand what we're we're trying to do with the podcast and talking about accountable love we're building equal relationships what does that mean to build an equal relationship you get what i'm saying a relationship where you feel you don't have to pull no punches because you're always dealing with an equal you ever been in a room with an equal have you ever had to mm-hmm. spare their feelings no. have you ever had to Bite your tongue? Nope. Have you ever had to even factor in feelings because you actually un- everybody understands each other's intentions? Mm-hmm. But why we why you don't have that with our partners? That's gold. Yeah, being 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 in the room, being in the, amongst your equals is actually easier than taking the so called easy route of going with what you you know steering away from what's going to cause the controversy. Sometimes causing the controversy is where. The, the growth happens. Absolutely. So not you know, sometimes, all the time. Okay, all the time. Yeah, you're right. All the time. Whenever that, whenever you, whenever the the controversy happens, there's room for growth. So you you should be always want to be around your equals. That's the easiest route. Definitely. I agree 100. percent I um I was mis- making a statement in general um because I don't uh kind of pussyfoot around stuff. I kind of have those conversations, but um I do recognize that. Um, within my Saturdays when I'm hanging out with Accountable Love, that's my most comfortable conversation. That's my most comfortable time. That's the mo- I feel like I am completely myself because I am around equals who, you know, I don't have to think about what I'm going to say. Like, I don't, I, it's, it's, it's no effort. It's no effort. It's just me being me. And I think um, it, it actually helped me to go going forward for choosing my, my partner. Because it's like once you get a feel of being around your equals, you don't want to be around nobody else. No. <laughs> you just don't. Definitely. So I got a question for y'all. Um, I'm gonna stare off a little bit, but as far as the equal, the, the conversation about being equals, if you bring someone, say to someone that you just meet, and they're not quite your equal, but they're being receptive to things that you're saying, potentially, they're, they're potentially they can potentially be your equal. So I feel like even that situation, if you if you're trying to avoid the controversy in the relationship or you you take the controversy head on and that person is willing to listen and be receptive that person has the potential to be your equal but you'll never know that if you're avoiding mm-hmm. the yeah, let joey answer this because this is actually one of her <laughs> one of her yeah it's some it's it's so it's so easy to get caught up in potential but what so to your point, you can you can meet somebody who has the potential to be on the same page as you or be your equal, right? Or to have an equal relationship with. But you don't have to commit to that person until they are there. So you could acknowledge the fact that they are receptive. You guys are 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 working through that. But until they get to that level, then they should just be your friends or somebody that you're you're not quite dating. You're getting to know because the you that person has the potential to be where you need them to be. That's Definitely. one of my biggest 
issues in the past, I dated potential. That's what I thought so, she said she had to work on. Yeah, That's what I, I was going to say her, that too. Yeah. But, but it's 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 the it's it's the I I get caught up in potential and I get caught up in in you know someone being receptive but then I wait around for them and put that into action and it doesn't happen so then I become the bad person I'm arguing and it becomes a big deal and they signed up to be a person that they said they were going to be that they were never trying to be so they just gave me just enough to get in the door and then it was over from there. So that's one of the things that I, one of the things I learned from Aziz is you don't commit to potential. You can acknowledge it. You can see where it may go, but from not, I wouldn't say from a distance, but before you fully commit to them. Definitely. Until you're the person I want to be with. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming. I've done dated somebody five years, like just been kicking it for five years. And he's infamous for that. I mean, in five years, I had like three boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, you know, but we all know I'm serious. I'm always about, you know, trying to find that partner, but I'm not going to settle for Mm -hmm. potential. We was working at it, working at it, Mm -hmm. and it just constantly was potential. Mm -hmm. And I can't constantly, after five years, it's not potential. It is what it is. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, when you cut the cord, and I guess that was my thing in that that particular relationship was like, when was I going to cut the cord? Well, couldn't it? You know what I mean? I guess with Xavier, I, that was kind of like what you did, I think, maybe. Yeah, basically, because he saw potential, but he wasn't sure. He would be like, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what your morals are yet. Like, I don't know where you stand on this. So I don't know where you stand on that. So he wouldn't go further because, oh, okay, that's who probably. But, but, maybe that could have been a little cover up. Maybe he was stalling. Yeah, that too. But then also, I think he probably was right because a lot of things he would tell me in my other relationships. Well, I had to understand it and see it and take it seriously. So yeah, it could have been a little bit of both. But it didn't happen with you. It happened in my last one. I was see. I was trying to see great in something that wasn't going to get there, and I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing yeah. it until you learn. Yeah, and, and that's then what you learn. Remember when I told you? I said when I move on in my next relationship, I don't want to be the person that's hot walking around the house with my phone in my pocket. Yeah. I want my girl to be able to answer my phone. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. When you're in a relationship like that, does it come abusive after a while? Abusive. What do you mean? Like, if you're in a relationship to where um you you working right, you working on a, a person, you're trying to get them or trying to see if their potential is going to escalate. Of if I'm saying that correctly, and it doesn't, and you stay there. Does it become abusive? Well, it's a form of settling. So like Aziz said, if you with somebody who has potential and they're not really getting there and you continue to work through them, it's it's if you decide to stay, then you're settling. You're settling. Yeah. So yeah. But it can also be abusive. It can, it become, it can become abusive. Yeah, yeah. It can become very abusive. And the reason it becomes abusive is because you have these uh expectations mm-hmm. of this person that's just not yes. it's just mm-hmm. not gonna come to fruition. Yeah, and so now you're getting frustrated mm-hmm. with the fact that you signed on to something that you're not getting what you want. Mm-hmm. So yes, it can become a But it goes both ways because the person on the other end feels like they're never gonna measure up either. Exactly. So then it's it's, it's, it's every day their self-esteem, their mm-hmm. worth, like it just and then it's hard on the person for the person on the other end to kind of try they're all the way down here, you're trying to constantly bring them back Like, first of all, you guys started kind of like here. And then before you know, they they in their mind they are going here and you're still here. So it's it never balances out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. It turns into a I mean, and it gets and nasty. I think, I think the society we live in now, I just seen like a whole, I mean, movement about like chase your own dream. That's not my dream. That's your dream. And it's like you need other people to build your dream. Mm-hmm. Like Martin Luther King didn't dream by himself. It was his dream. 
but he didn't drink by himself. There's other components. Like some people's purpose is to inspire other people to succeed at their purpose. And people don't get that. So that's the same thing that trickles over into our relationships. Because that's just outside. Like that's just your own personal um, aspirations. But now when it comes to like our relationships, we look at it like, okay, this person's potential. But the only reason they are potential is because they cannot fulfill everything that yes. we expect in a partner. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we know that they're not one that they're they own like they want to be their own understanding. So you see it because if they're potential and they're not taking that next step and you see it, it's probably there, but they don't want to take the next step because you're not the person they want to actually be with. Yes. One. Two is because they everybody's trying to chase theirs when a couple takes two. So it takes hours. You know what I mean? So if I'm still in a relationship, like I have my own mind, like that's my claim to fame. It's like I signed on to have a collective mind now. I can't make a move without, yo, listen, can I go to the, you know, what are we doing later on? My friend just invited me X, Y, and Z. Why you got to call her? Because I'm being accountable. Mm -hmm. Like I signed on to be collective. Why am I thinking for myself at any point? If I have somebody that like, even in a group, forget a partnership, even in a group, if I have somebody that already knows how to write well, why am I trying to be the writer? Absolutely. Why? Just to do it? Yeah, just to feel feel good about myself. People get self-esteem from crushing other people. Like, from actually looking at other people and wanting to do what they do. That's not where you get your work from. You sign up for a leader. You sign up with a leader as a husband or as a wife. They're going to be the leader. Understand that. For the rest of your life, you're going to be behind the leader. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's okay. But it's okay. It it should be. Because you're strong. You're strong. Like, who can maintain a leader? Yeah. It takes strength to maintain a leader. It takes security, too. A lot of people are insecure, so they can't really, they can't, it's hard to say, especially for a man. A man, it's hard for a man to say, Jerry or Jazz is going to be the leader. Because they nine times out of ten are going to be the leaders Mm -hmm. in their relationships. That's why I say, I'll be looking at them sometimes like, they're going to have a hard time. Because men have a a hard time with accepting that. Definitely. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And this women, this you gotta be secure. Women. How many men are secure? That's what I was saying in the beginning. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a lot of men. How many secure. people sit down and really identify their roles? Yeah. That's how many that's people sit down and really have discussions? So I think that's, got, you got, that's a think, low percentage. But that all comes from also generation because you are raised that way. You raised that the man's supposed to be the leader, the man's mm-hmm. supposed to be the head of the household. But so even with women, though, women don't see the one thing is, though, is that women, there's women out there who, th- who think like men, though. The ones that, some of the ones that have a more of an independent mindset. Well, who, they're more logical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more logical. Yeah. Men aren't independent. We know we need yeah. <laughs> like, so We know. So more logical. Yeah. There's a lot of times where a lot of women won't, uh, there's women that won't let the man take the lead. Well, but can't you plan? lead in different areas? Like well, that's no, definitely. But wait up, wait up, wait up, wait up. A man shouldn't just take the lead for the sake of him being um, the man. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. He, definitely. The person should take the lead because they are the, the leader. leader. They so are it shouldn't the matter leader. the sex. Yeah. So if I'm with a man who is it's not just a prejudgment, we have that man exactly. But you know what? We should be honest about that, right? So if we want men that are leaders, then we should 
find those men. If we want, if we, if we want to lead, then we, sh- if, if as a woman, I typically, because I am a leader, I, I typically go for men who are okay with me being the leader. So we all have, like you said, have to know our roles and know what we bring to the table them. and talk about it, not just assume it. Like you have to go and saying like, this is who I am and we, you have to tell me who you are and then we have to find that balance. And maybe I may find a man who's a better leader than I am. Like, like if I was dating Aziz, he would be the leader. Now that doesn't mean that I can't lead in some areas, but he will be. But you kind of know in a relationship who's good at what and who's going to take that lead. Well, you should navigate, but you have to talk about it. But that's the point. The point that you made—that's what I was saying in general. Like, like he has said that you know men. I'm I'm adding a little bit. I don't remember the exact words, but men basically expected to lead more or less. And I'm saying that there's women that will that are expecting to lead as well. So it's not it is genderless. It's not. Just men that do that, but women do it as well. And it should be a thing of, you know, who is the better leader? It should be decided on who's the better leader and what area it is. That's where I was going to go with it. Because I I just really, one thing I was paying attention to was the language as as far as strength is concerned. And um, I think that the problem is a lot of people don't really have a definition for what that is. What leader is, definitely. And so if you don't know what strength is, Mm -hmm. then... You're you're utilizing your, all of this, all of this, all of this false understanding and false identity of I got to be the man, man. Definitely, it, it, it takes over the right? first season and, of Accountable Love, and, defining yeah, your and, terms. And, and, definitely, and strength being a part of that 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 strong that strength that we was talking about. He said, "How many men are actually secure?" That's a part of strength. Definitely. Right? So. How many of them are vulnerable? Mm-hmm. All of that. That's a part of strength. You know what I mean? How many, that's, how many, that's, <laughs> that's strength. Definitely. And so when you, when, you, when you put it all in that bag and you start understanding that, you know, um, everybody brings something to the table, not just as a, a group, but as a partnership, I know when to stand down when you have the you have the skill in this area. You have more skill in this area than I do. Definitely. Then you definitely should be leading that area. Definitely. And if I have more in this area, you should be standing down and allowing me mm-hmm. to right. lead in that area. That's strength within the partnership. If somebody is fighting that, it, it sounds to me like they're not ready. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the vulnerability is an issue. But or any of that as a weakness, the, them being secure with letting a woman. Lee, they can see that as a weakness. Like I'm not man enough, and instead of it being a strength, they see it opposite. They don't see it. Yeah, yeah but there's a reason for that though too. There, there's a reason for that too though, because in society, it's it's not good for a woman. For it's quote unquote not good for a man to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Women, women look at that as a man being emotional, that's and that's actually a down. That's actually that's not a good thing in, in in society. It's, it's, well, it's like they have to display a certain I, I, way. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. Because I have the same same issue. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying that's the same thing of just how a man was growing up. How they consider a man supposed to be is right. is is being not being vulnerable. You can't cry. Man, not supposed to cry. Right. So it's the same thing of of growing up and how society puts that that hardship for reasons. Like, but what else, what I was gonna say initially to your whole situation, like your whole comment initially, and why I think this conversation is important is because you're automatically and 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 it's common, right? But your automatic thing is like, yeah, but it's almost like a built-in excuse, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's and it's true. There's truth to what you're saying, but the whole point of the conversation too is to say, yes, that's true, but to also acknowledge that it doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? Like this conversation is like to take 
to make the change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, put, to ja- put to Jasmine's point, if you can say, and I'll let you go ask because you've been waiting patiently. <laughs> but um, to Jasmine's point, if you, could, if you know where the issues stem from, then you can change it. Absolutely. So the fact that you can say that and say that it stems from, it's a generational thing, mm-hmm. we were taught this and that and the third and it was wrong, then you have the power to change it. So it's a cop out. So yes. those are the things that you that we all need to stay, stand, stay clear of because most people will tell you where the problems stem from but then that's it. It stays there. It stays there. Yeah. Okay, that's... Okay, on that note, we just had a, you know, a nice discussion about leadership, and we're going to end on that note. i um like to thank Mahogany, X, Laura... Precious, Jasmine, and Chris. For coming to Accountable <laughs> Love and really talking about having equal relationships. This is the start of something that we're going to do with, I mean, a bunch of people. We're going to have interviews. We're going to have different discussions so hopefully more people become love snobs can y'all say y'all can see why it's important to be love snobs okay so we creating love snobs this is season two creating love snobs and this is accountable love thanks for coming thank you